This is Stephen Bonacore, president of Stronghold Games, and this is Legends of Tabletop. Feels like it's been an awfully long time since we posted a Cypher system game, uh, so we're going to try to get back on schedule here. We're going to get this uh, session two up. There's a lengthy recap before the game starts, so hopefully that brings you up to speed, and uh, we'll try to get these out to you a little bit more often. Welcome, everybody, to our second session of our Cypher System campaign, our homebrew setting by Jesse, GM of the Dragon Fisters. I'll give you a quick rundown on our first session. Uh, so we're on the ship, the Bitter Mother. Captain Draggart is the uh, the captain of the ship. He's, uh, we'll say, good friends with air quotes with Decoro. Um, Decoro's... Uh, pulled uh, Velos in to uh, help uh, oversee a shipment that's being coordinated by Milo. Uh, we're on our way up to uh, High... I want to say High Meadow, but I know that's not right. Highland. Uh, to drop off the shipment to a general up there who is on the other side of the page. I don't see it. Cap uh, Commander Morin, who Velos uh, knows is kind of a dickhead. Uh, while we were on the ship, we were approached by... Uh, uh, a woman who seems to have a little bit of a skin condition. She might have been in the sun too long. We're not really sure what's going on, but uh, uh, Myra uh, joined in with us. And, um, you know, she had been drawn to Decoro and this weird thing that's happening under his skin. Seems like uh, Decoro maybe also was out in the sun too long. Uh, so we're trying to un unwrap that. Uh, Milo got Decoro to steal the... Uh, Pivel, the first mate's uh, ledger book from his room, so I'm sure nothing bad is going to come out of that. Uh, and we're still like maybe three weeks away from uh, from uh, uh, Highland, so uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be good. Oh, and Decoro got into a bar fight, which was a lot of fun. So much of a fight. <laughs> you can see the other guy. This is the man who ran away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's uh, kind of where we left off, and I'll uh, kick it over to Jesse. We'll get this game underway. All right, so at this point, uh, like John said, you guys are on the ship. Um, uh, it's you guys have uh, just pretty much recently settled down to uh, for nap time for uh, for the night. Um, Decoro, you've uh, just given Milo the ledger and basically uh, parsing over a little bit. Uh, you head back to your uh, your bunk, pass out. Mayor and Valos, you guys have already uh, very much had a few drinks uh, at the galley and then uh, gone back and done the same. A couple of hours go by. Um, Milo, I don't know, are you going over the ledger now or are you just kind of being like, okay, got this, take a quick peruse and uh, hit in the head? Uh, I'm definitely looking through the book. Okay. I sleep very little. Or then. Oh, no, did we lose Jesse already? No, I'm still here. 
He's reading in silence. Get it right. <laughs> what is it that you're looking for in the book? Um, who's ever, whoever owns the cargo, it was like all that bulk shipment of the tech, but they, it was like interesting. It was the only one that you pointed out really uh, during last session. Um, okay. Um, see, I believe that was, um, was that Vihorn? I don't know. I don't know if we had a name. Yeah, you didn't give any names or anything. You just, you pointed out, um, you pointed out the shipment and how it was odd. It was, it was different than all the other ones. Okay. All right. Well, actually, so going through the ledger, um, and you're going to have to help me out for, for a quick sec. Um, going through the ledger, you actually do, he has, he keeps, uh, Pivol keeps very detailed notes on, uh, the cargo, what's coming in, how much everything weighs, where it goes, um, mm -hmm. those kind of details. You are able to match most of the, the containers that you found interesting to the dwarf that you had met earlier. And what was what was his last name? Or name in general? Dorfar Humblegard. Humblegard. Yes. How do you guys remember this shit? I take notes. <laughs> I wasn't there, so I didn't take any notes on it. So I was like, eh, I'll let the other guys remember. <laughs> uh, but he was the one that knew Decoro, right? Uh, I, th I believe Decoro knew of his family. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. we caught him snooping around our shipment, and uh, and Decaro confronted him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Decaro knew of his family and of the the trade that they um the trade connections that they have. Um, they, they were uh, upstanding though, correct? Like I didn't have I didn't. I have, I where, yeah, they're they're, they're yeah. very they're very prim and proper. They don't really they do a lot of basic trade um the one thing that uh you got though is that they aren't really too much into um into weapons dealings or anything like that um they're pretty much just uh basic um materials uh like tools or some occasionally they'll deal with um with bits and like bit parts on mass order, but they don't generally deal with weaponry or the arcane or mechanics or anything like that. Yes, At I remember not, thinking that it was whole. odd that he was snooping around arcane items. Exactly, yeah. And now it's even more. So, yeah, you just yes. So yeah, you discovered that pretty much all of the uh, the small shipping containers that in uh, that had those. Um, powerless weapons belong to Humbleguard. Mm. Oh, Milo found that out. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, don't worry. I'll, I'll use your hmm for myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That sounds like something that would interest Decoro very much. Um, just scribbling notes. Um, there you go. Would there be any other useful information for me in this book other than what I was looking for, do you think? Um, you, why don't you go ahead and give me an, an intellect check? 
Um, this is going to have to do with basic travelers within the region and, um, and people of import-export. So I'm not sure if you have any, um, any previous knowledge of that or anything that, um, that you believe could help out. Uh, well, for my skills, I have a bunch of intellect skills for, so I, I'm trained in learning something new, which is so broad, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Geography and history, so. Nice. Um, let's go ahead, let's, let's say that you can, um, you can throw your, um, your geography into this. Um, okay. Basically knowing who who, like this has to do with the various regions and everything. Okay. Um, so remind me again how the rolls work. Do you want an intellect check? Uh, so basically you roll me a d20. Yep. Tell me the number and, and I'll tell you if you succeed. All right. I got a 13. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, definitely. Hands down. Um, so you realize that there's a lot of shipments, uh, a lot of people um, that normally don't do deals in the Highlands on this particular ship. Okay. Um, it looks like there's quite a few people that have traveled from, either traveled from other regions um, that are now kind of funneling their shipments up north um, or people that don't normally that are from your region or from you know the um, continent in general that uh, don't normally go north that you know usually either go to the south or to the east um, mm -hmm. that again are um, irregularly traveling north um, if not for them and you also see that um, normally people like Dorfar, um, who have rather large shipping companies, um, they don't normally deal, stay in the headquarters, stay in the city, and have people go out with them. Um, you actually recognize, though, a few names. Um, so you see uh, the humble Dorfar is on here. Um, yep. There's a guy called um, Vihorn Ilstat uh, that you notice that is a rather large, uh, large name in shipping. And uh, there also is a guy called uh, Karenith um, Wildell, who doesn't necessarily deal in, in shipping per se, but he's actually uh, something that you would be interested in is he's actually a pretty big name in the Arcana. Um, and he's on the ship as well. Now, when you say he's a big name in Arcana, like, is he like a scholar? Yeah, basically. Um, he's one of the... Um, the forefront he's kind of on the forefront of the the merging of the arcane and the mechanic um and he's one of the um engineers the scholars that actually uh creates new tech uh which is a very infrequent thing 
uh, most people just kind of settling on what's been developed for the last few hundred years. Um, whereas he's really not apt to do that. He doesn't do it about just settling for what you guys have. He's really one of the people who's like, you know, there's more information out there. We can make it better. We can make it safer, all this kind of stuff. All right. Um, that's cool. That's information I can use. Um, so I'm going to close the book. Are there any bookmarks in the book? No. No? Okay. So I'm just going to close the book. And I'm going to put it down for now. And what time is it? Uh, it's pretty late right now. It's probably easily around one o'clock in the morning. Um, Happen to have a watch with a sundial on it, do you? Is that? Uh, yeah, all the time. That's yeah, okay. like it would be watch right there. It's <laughs> it works inside ships. <laughs> all right, so I think I'm all set. Then I do want to. I do want to get the the book back before he notices it's gone. Okay. Um, or like, if he has noticed it's gone, hopefully he just thinks he misplaced it because I'm going to leave it somewhere where he could have misplaced it. Okay. Do you want to do that now? Yeah. So okay. what I'm going to do is um, I keep a mask in my bag. So I'm going to put the mask on and I'm going to flip my jacket inside out because it's reversible. It's, it's like, it's like gray on one side and black and black on the inside. So I'm going to flip it to the black and put the mask on and scurry through the decks and place the book probably in the cargo area. And then okay. I tell it the hell out of there. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a speed check. Then. All right. Yeah. Uh, 14. Okay. Wow. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, so as you're going down, you actually see that there are a couple of, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call them guards, uh, because, you know, they are, they are armed, but with a pretty junky short sword, um, which pretty much kind of the crew carries on them. Um, it's more so for ship duties than for actual, um, you know, to cut ropes and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of guys kind of walking around, but they're not really paying attention and it's late. They don't care. And so you kind of easily like wait them out, walk down. The one thing is that you actually do see Pivel kind of in a frenzy at one point. Yeah. And he like, just book like, turn a corner when you hear t -t 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 of the footsteps and uh -huh. he you push yourself up against the wall and he blows by you on a on a t junction in the hallway and uh actually able to kind of like you know he goes he's going right you go left and just kind of like make it down into the cargo hold and where exactly in it do you want to drop the book I think I want to leave it by Humble Guard's shipment. Real okay, <laughs> sounds good. All right, so yeah, you're uh, you're able to kind of drop the book down there, and uh, you only back up to your room. Yep, and that's what I'm gonna do. And when no one's looking, I'm just gonna uh, flip my jacket back inside out and put my mask mm -hmm. back in my bag. Very nice. All right, and head back. Uh, to so so you uh, head back to your bunk, pass out. A handful of hours go by, 
and all of a sudden everybody just hears her banging up against their door. Everybody? Everybody. And uh, without yeah, opening the door. I don't know, who are you, Rimless? Well, we were still down in the cargo hold because Decorah was supposed to come and relieve us because we were watching the package. Oh, I fell asleep. I, I figured. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we, we were probably like, headed up there and be like, fuck this shit. Let, let's go to bed. <laughs> yeah. After like an hour or two, three hours, and he doesn't come back, it's like, yeah, we'll just nice. go back and crash. I kick him. Yeah, when we get back to the, the room, I kick him in the foot. <laughs> And hiss at him. Oh Jesus! Who's that hissing? Oh, oh, it's you. Right. Oh, okay. Is it my turn? Oh. It's too late now. Just what? Go to bed. It's like two. It's I like was, two in the morning. Just go to I bed. I was in bed. Oh. We'll go back to bed. So we'll go back to bed. I was in bed. I go back to bed now. Okay. <laughs> I hope you had a nice nap. <laughs> it was pretty good. I helped, I helped Milo out with something, and, and I'm good. I'm good now. But I was asleep, but now I'm awake. So should I go back down there, you think? No, just stay here. All right. <laughs> out. <laughs> I thought... He shakes his head. I wouldn't have thought that one would be chosen for something so special. God's work in mysterious ways, I suppose. Yes. So he he will he will offer Myra the bed. Uh, I'm assuming there was or, or either were there multiple hammocks. I don't I don't know how how's the room set up. Uh, no, the rooms are especially since you guys uh, all got your individuals. Is they're pretty pretty tiny um, tiny rooms with just a single hammock in them. Oh, I thought we were it's all together. Much. Milo had his own room. I thought Decoro and I were together. Oh, all right, yeah. If you guys wanted to be together, then that's fine. It'll be. Uh, I mean, the rooms are at that point probably uh, six feet wide by eight feet long, and just you know have a couple of hammocks with a couple of foot lockers underneath them, and uh, and that's about it. So nice. enough room to kind of maybe push one off to the side and sleep on the ground or if you want to give her your hammock that would be fine too well Valos while I appreciate your offer I am more comfortable on the floor well it's up to you I've slept on the earth all my life and I'd rather be closer to it than in your hammock if you say I do he winks <laughs> is there something in your eye no, it's uh, it's fine. It's, uh, I'm tired. Good night. He'll <laughs> kick oh. off his boots and he'll he'll crash out pretty quick. Decaro would roll over in a sleep state. That was smooth, Valos. <laughs> <laughs> so then you can have your knock on the door. <laughs> Yeah. So um, one of the things is that mirror you'll actually notice, well, maybe you won't actually, is that uh, this with the bitter mother, you know, you guys saw when you first got on, that there's a bunch of kind of um, arcanic tech just strapped to this thing. Um, yes. It's totally retrofitted. And with you sleeping on the floor, normally that would be a horrible situation in any ship. But 
the ride on this seems actually fairly smooth. Every once in a while, you'll kind of feel like a little dip, almost as if you're like on a water mattress or something, where you'll feel it kind of every once in a great while. There's a tiny little dip or shimmy to either side. But for the most part, there's almost no movement to it. But in your, this is probably the first time you've ever even touched water, unless salt water outside of uh, swamps. So it might not be something that you even necessarily think about. But. I feel like she's going to have a rude awakening when she actually goes on another boat. Exactly. Valos' <laughs> um, social uh, pleasantries there, I just don't think she gets it. She's been in the, you know, the swamp, so she's confused about it. <laughs> right. All right. So, yeah, it's a handful of hours later, and there's that uh, that big banging on the door. And... um Voices from the other side yell, uh, you know, is gathering everybody up on deck. What? What's this all about? And there's no response. Son of a bitch. What is it? I don't, I mean, we just freaking got in here and now we're fucking waking us up again. Well, did they walk away? I, they didn't answer. Well, then we're good. Just go back to bed. <laughs> Uh, I feel they, they, when they come back, they may not be as amenable, Decoro. All right. Do you yeah. have coin for my passage? As I'm afraid, I don't have a ticket. Will this be a problem? Oh, well, well I mean, I guess maybe we, you could stay here. I mean, they don't know you're here anyway. Yeah, if they don't know you're here, just stay here. Good plan. Unless you... Up. Wish to accompany us. I'm sure Decoro probably has some extra coin that he could part with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'll check my other pants, maybe. But yeah, if you if you're if they, if they don't know you're here, just stay here. I'll stay here. Just be ready to bail me out. Oh, you're staying around because you're helping me out of all of this, this stuff that's going on. You're helping me out with that. So you're not going anywhere. There's no end to that. There is what? Yeah, no. There's going to be an end to it. I can't. I can't do this. I can't be like this. That is not for you to decide. All these weird, cryptic things you're saying, Vals. Let's just go up to the deck right now. You just stay here, and I, I can't. I can't figure out what she's saying to me right now. If this is a curable thing, and that's what I choose to believe. And then he walks out. <laughs> he he watches you go, and then he turns back to, to Mira and says, it's not a curable thing, is it? I think it's only going to get worse. And by that, only better. <laughs> as long as he pays me, I guess. I don't, I mean, whatever. I can only speculate what is happening, but I have to believe it is something beyond our control. So it would seem. All right. Well, if anybody gives you any trouble, I, I guess just tell them you're with us and we'll get it taken care of. Will do. Or I might have some other things up my sleeve. All right. Well, I'll leave you to it. Before we'd actually get up to, to, to the deck, I would I would want to find Milo as he was heading up as well. Okay. But are we in the same hall? Yeah, I assume that you'd run into me in the hall. Yeah. Unless, you know, I'm already up on deck because you guys are arguing for so long. 
<laughs> I would make a point to find you beforehand. My, Milo. Milo? Hey, what's up, man? How's you it going? Know, you know that book? Decker walking down the hall. Milo! Milo! <laughs> Milo! Yeah, yeah. You know that the, the book. Are we gonna you, are we gonna spring our trap on Piven when we get up there and what? Ex- expose him? Well, the book. He's not supposed to have that, right? That's what you told me. We gotta. Don't worry. Don't worry about the book. But we gotta. We'll spring the trap on him, and, no and, trap. and we'll just expose no him to Dragger. There's nothing. There was nothing in the book. No, it's my book. <sighs> but he stole it from you, right? Yeah, he took so, it. He assumed it wasn't mine. I just took it back. But what I'm thinking is, is that if we can tell Draggart this, Draggart might knock some money off how much this is costing us. Or, or, hmm? we can just not worry about it. We have a very, very long boat ride. A very long boat ride. And I don't want it to be any more difficult than it has to be. You're right. We'll, we'll, we'll keep investigating and we'll, we'll just, we'll keep this a secret for now. I got you. I got you. Well, Layla, I'll keep my mouth shut. And we'll just go. Okay. I'm with you. I give him give him a little wink. And then we'll continue walking. And I just give you that that like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, wait for the, your signal. But damn it. <laughs> so am I within earshot of all this or or did you like run down the hall while I was still talking to, to Mira? Well, I left and I went to go look for Milo. So depending on how far Milo's room is from ours, you, you would have heard it if it's in the same hallway. Hmm. But so, I, I assume that I was up the hallway already and you sprinted yes. me yelling yes. Milo, Milo. So. I like that better. Yeah, you yeah, you probably wouldn't have heard it because all that probably would have happened in the space of when after I left the room. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Just wanted to know how I need to RP it. <laughs> right. What's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll make our way up topside. I guess we'll just you know make some small talk in a way. Oh, you think this is all about? I don't know. Has this ever happened before? You you traveled with uh, Dragon before? I think I have a pretty good idea what this is all about. And I give another wink to Milo's Milo. Again, I just stare at you, <laughs> confused and baffled right, at right, your right. winking. Right, discretion, and I do the little nose thing. <laughs> That I don't know what means, but everyone does it when this in this situation, so I do it to you. Well, I'll, you? I'll humor you and and flick my nose back. <laughs> right? Are you two okay? Is there something that I should be aware of? Yeah, Almost everything is fine. It's under control. Decorous face. I was just letting him know. Wait, wait, is there? Is... Yeah, there's something horrible and scaly on it. Oh no, no, don't, don't do that. I take out the sash that I use to cover up my face when I'm out in the sunlight and I, I put it on. So now I'm wearing a sash and it's just my eyes showing. You just see it now? It's gone. That's not conspicuous at all. <laughs> it just gets better and better. <laughs> so um, when you guys make it on deck, you know, it's that um, they have gathered everybody up. So probably about a quarter of the crew is up there um, doing the normal uh, procedures. Uh, Dragger is standing second level of the ship. And if you, uh, if any of you have seen Hook, very similar, uh, similar situation, except much larger where you have kind of the base 
of the deck and then there is a staircase uh, there's actually two staircases on either side going up to a second level that's exactly probably about exactly um which is pretty much about 20 this is about 20 feet up though uh. and so he's standing kind of up top at the railings and on the ground and f- pacing feverishly back and forth from staircase to staircase is Piffle. And he's just uh, not, his eyes are darting all through the crowd. He has this kind of scowled, angry look on his face, which is actually kind of cute on him. It's like when like, a little kid gets really <laughs> angry. <You're> like, ah. <laughs> Um, and you know the, his hair is all kind of bristly now, and so uh, as you know, finally, as everybody kind of amasses up on the main deck, Dragger reaches over and kind of uh, takes a, a small green crystal and kind of polishes a little bit, wipes some dirt off, places it inside a holder. This small silver orb kind of floats up right in front of him and he goes <laughs> thing echoes across the ship nice. hmm. he says attention of the bitter mother it is come to my attention from my first mate that something was done within his quarters last night he came back and found his door ajar and he assures me that he would never be one quarters in such disarray and you can almost see you can almost hear the eye roll in Draggart's statement he, <laughs> you can, he doesn't seem like he even wants to be here at this point he goes the item was recovered however if anybody has any information on who would be in, in such roguish behaviors, please come forward to any of the crew, myself, Pivotal, or anyone that you see with any information. If appreciated. I would like to assure everybody that we have the top-notch security and that all of your belongings are safe. I just remind everyone to lock your quarters and ensure that anything valuable, we do have special safe areas within the old if you do have anything of exquisite value. Thank you for your time and please enjoy your passage on the bitter mother while it lasts and he kind of gives a wave and taps the orb on the top and it slowly floats back down into this little cradle and he pulls the shard out and sticks it into a pocket in his vest Velo's eyes narrow and he turns and looks directly at Decoros <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about what he's talking about do you no i wouldn't and i look at milo and give him a nod yeah and i'm looking (laughs) incredibly bored with everything 
I, a hand on either shoulder, I direct you away from like everybody, and I'm like, what's going on? Wait, who, me? Decoro? Both of you. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> Mellows, there is nothing going on but justice. It will be done. As a matter of fact, I feel like you and I should volunteer to help. The investigation on the ship, no? I, men, on, <sighs> men on the inside. I've known you for long enough, Decoro, that I know that you've had a hand in this. On the inside, Valos, we could be. I, hmm? Look, we just need to get to Highland. We don't need any trouble. We I do. need you to get a big to, payday. I, exactly. I need you to pay me. We don't want any trouble here. Don't start any more trouble. Bar fight yesterday. That wasn't me. Breaking and entering tonight. I, you he know. charged me. He charged me. Well, yes, but because of who you are. <laughs> what? Oh, what does that mean? Look, I, I know I can count on you when the going gets rough. Your, your track record in other regards is spotty at best. You can trust me and Milo. The going is going to get rough before the end of this voyage. But don't, we're going to be on top of it. Don't let me in with you. I have. I don't know. And I don't even know what's going on. Come on, Milo. I thought we were. I thought we were in this together. All right. Fine. Fine. Valos, don't worry about it. I. I. I'll, I'll stay out of it. I promise. <laughs> Milo, are we? Are we good on this, or or is this going to be a problem? I don't know what there is to be good on. Decoro's an idiot. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh! Well, you're, you're not too far off on that point. <laughs> I know. All right. You you guys keep your secrets like a bunch of little schoolgirls. <laughs> Are there schoolgirls here? Uh-huh. Just let's, let's try to stay out of trouble. All right. All right. I'll do my best, but... I don't, the guy, he attacked me down there in the bar. So, I mean, I, I can't help if people are attacking me, but I'll do my very best. You know what? I should probably just go hang around uh, our shipment and uh, just for a little while and just, I'll, I'll go check on the shipment. Is that okay? Yeah, you could make up for time last night. Just spend an extra hour down there. What, uh, what happened last night? And then I'll just walk off. <laughs> he, just, he just stares daggers into your back as you walk away. <laughs> Ow, 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 ow. I feel that. <laughs> I'd probably go if, at, on my way back down. I'd probably go uh, get Mira, actually. Okay. So you walk into the room, and yeah. uh, she is just sitting on the floor with her eyes closed, kind of in a trance-like, you know, zen state. Just kind of like very carefully walk up to you, say, Mira. E- Yes. I'm going to go and kind of check on the uh, the shipment. Do you want to come with me? What happened up there? Uh, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's, they think somebody did, somebody stole something and everyone's, it's, it's an overreaction by that Piven guy. Don't worry about it. He was like a, he was stomping around like a child. It's, it's, it's fine. But do you want to, will you accompany me to the shipment? Yes, I would like to see it very much again. I'd like okay. some details of how you found it. Yeah, I kind of want to. I kind of want to go over some stuff too, and 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 I'll take off the 
the uh, stuff on my face. Is there like, do I got scales? Is it, They said I had scales. She kind of looks and not, not yet, although your complexion, it's looking a little green. <laughs> no, you've got to talk to me. You've got to tell me how to, how to stop this. Nothing's going to stop this, but we need to find out what's causing it. All right. Well, um, I, I, I really, I, I really would like your help. Let's show me the device again and tell me how you found it, and I will tell you how I found my gifts. Okay. Well, I'm going to do that, and then we're going to. I'm just going to make a quick check around the area to make sure that that humble, humble, guard, Garth. humble guard, isn't snooping around. So that's what. That's where 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 we'll head. Who are you looking All for right. so intently? That dwarf humble guard. He shouldn't be concerned with this kind of stuff. All right. So uh, there's a probably a few places that you could check. Um, first, you head. It's early enough that uh, you head down to the galley first. Usually, you know, everybody who wakes up heads down there and you kind of peruse over the whole group of people and the first person that that you really noticed is uh what's his name the guy uh, holdcourth <laughs> yeah so if i the, see him i would stop yeah. i would okay we're not gonna he's not here i'd grab mira and just kind of turn her around and head out out yeah. <laughs> i don't want to i don't want valos valos said to keep my nose clean i'm gonna try to keep it clean so the other two places that he could possibly be were either um in the cargo hold uh checking up on his shipments or uh you know that people of his stature usually travel in the more hoity-toity private section um I think where I people actually be... have like larger rooms I think I'd probably just be a little more concerned that he wasn't snooping around my shipment anymore. So that'd be pretty much it. Probably just go kind of mill around there so I could uh, probe Mira a little bit more about what's going on. All right. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so yeah, walking around, you, um, you know, you kind of just head down there and uh, it's, there's normal people and you see Pivel with his ledger walking around checking everything and there's a couple other people um going down checking on their their containers but there's no other real suspicious activity going on right now all right all right yep this is uh this is it it's still here that's good no one can take it off this ship it's too big right myra goes and undoes the the covering of it for a minute and slides her hands on it and just kind of closes her eyes and just takes a minute to focus her energy on this object. Oh, very nice. All right. What's, uh, let's see here. Why am I blanking? Go ahead. Give me a, uh, yeah, let's go with intellect. That's the, that's okay. the one that makes the most sense. Um, this is going to have to do with more of the, the deep energies and the, the feeling so this situation. is pretty important to Meyer. So she's going to focus Indeed. and she's a tier one. So I'm going to spend a level of effort um, okay. to take this difficulty down a level. Probably intellect. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, she has an edge on that, so it's only costing two. So right. I'm rolling a d20, and I got an 18. Boom! Really? Boom, really? motherfucker. Wow. Can you see? Oh, now you can't see. <laughs> All the uh, secrets of the world are yours. Right? And uh, so real quick, I just want to go back real quick, though. Um, in terms of your um, your previous knowledge or dealings or anything with that, is there anything else that you think you might, uh, any quote-unquote assets that you might be able to think you could drop into it? Um, let me, calling from, nothing any so much the, in my, the, go ahead. Um, nothing so much in my skill set, although I have some abilities, like uh, a background, if you want to use like a background for an asset Ooh, there. Absolutely. I love okay. using backgrounds as assets. Okay. So um, as long as it has to deal with the same thing, I don't know. So Myra spent her, you know, her beginning um, out in the, the wilderness of the, the swamps and she ended mm-hmm. up growing underneath the swamps where she was touched by some kind of energy in the such. Um, mm-hmm. She actually died in the swamps by a poisonous creature and was brought back to life by mm-hmm. some deity or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, she's assuming it's a deity. And through that, she got in touch with an energy she never knew she had and was mm-hmm. able to use powers of necromancy in the such. So she has really been in touch with energies and the hidden things that mm-hmm. aren't available to see right off the bat, like just with right. pure eyes. Very nice. So there's a there's a history of of transference of energy almost with her. Yes, it's mostly negative energy, but yes. Hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So you know what we'll do is um, uh, between the the effort that you spent and uh, and kind of touching into your background, um, you're kind of running your hands over this, and you feel that there's this. It's very, like I said before, incredibly smooth to the touch and um, old, actually. Um, you know, almost as if it's been, uh, if you ever, you know, run your hand over ice or anything. It takes it a moment for, for the sense to really set in. Uh, but once it does, it comes with a bite. No pun intended with that. Um, and so as you're kind of rolling over, you suddenly start to you know, feel that cold sensation and then a, uh, a, a shooting of this uh, kind of almost bitter and uh, tingly sensation starts at your fingertips and rushes up your elbow. And then a very fine jolt of it comes kind of from the elbow to the shoulder. And then it disappears for a moment in the center of your chest. It almost feels like somebody kind of just quickly sticks yourself, sticks you with a needle. And there's an echo within your head. And it suddenly just kind of gives you this feeling of accomplishment. And, uh, one of those when you're when you're putting a puzzle together you find within the within the the depths of the box that one piece that 
you've been looking for that kind of fits perfectly in that that edge that really just kind of sinks in and you just get this incredible sense of accomplishment and of of a task well done and vicaros what uh excuse me uh dicaros what you see (laughs) what you see is myra um touching the device and then all of a sudden she just stops and her whole body freezes and she twitches and she opens up her eyes and what were normal pupils go to slits to be like serpentite like those narrow eye slits and they go back and she just is frozen for a second and then releases with with a sigh Um, what the what what was that I don't know but it was it was meant to be you you were what? meant to find this. I, I cannot explain it, but I have. I am here for a reason. Yes. <laughs> what reason? To, to to get to rid me of this? You fool! It's a gift. Here's a better question: When we finally get rid of this, will this stop? What's happening to me? And she looks at you. Are you not listening? No, there are no, powers no. greater I, than you. But I'm selling us. this for for coin. And this I, we can't keep me. this. Do you wish to have answers to your problem that will oh. only get worse? And with that, she pulls down her head a little bit more so he can oh. see the full-blown scales on the side of her neck um, that are going up to her face. And they're not just little dry skin patches. They're fucking scales. Decaro just kind of falls falls back and sits on some crate and just puts his ha- head in his hands and just no uh, what are you saying Decaros tell me how you found this there was something it was something around it there was a I I just tried to wipe some of it away and it all just absorbed it uh I can only assume it absorbed into me, but I didn't feel anything. I thought it was nothing. And then there was this. I don't really have any other information other than that. I don't know what it was, but this is a, a, a very powerful power source there. I have deals in place. I have to, I'm, we're, this is going to be gone. I mean, what do you want me to do with this? Decros. And she takes his hands um, and she has this, little shaman like dagger and she trusts me and she puts like a a small cut in his hand um, to stop blood and she slams his hand on the device it says concentrate maybe you can feel it too oh my god okay what (laughs) you cut my hand and now i'm touching the device with with blood hand close your eyes fool open yourself up to other things I like to think I'm pretty open to other things. Okay, fine. All right, all right, all right. All right, I open myself up to other things. All right. Why don't you go ahead and give me a might check? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is that exciting? Oh, my God. A might check. Uh, do, would any, I don't really have... Uh, you know what? I don't... I don't would anything... Just, just, just basic might, might check? I'm not even going to... Uh, if you have anything that would deal with perhaps a a resistance of sort or um, 
a defense. <laughs> like uh, yeah, defense. any any type of any type of defense like that. So let me throw this at you. I've got an inability in willpower. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, just so you know, um, and I'm just just for the sake of whatever is go- uh, going to happen, I'm not even gonna do effort. I'm just gonna let it roll. All right. Sounds good. Right ahead. Oh, I rolled a five. Take me. <laughs> Take me now. <laughs> Take all um, of me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as you notice that, uh, you know, you, you're like, okay. Uh, and you kind of relax a little bit and suddenly your entire body just tenses up and seizes. <laughs> and uh, Mira, you can actually see that there's a sudden in his body. Almost like you know, somebody put defibrillator pads on him. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. You see a um, a very quick change in where almost every vein that runs along the uh, just below the surface has a quick pulse to it, and everything kind of rises up, and you see just this blackness shoot through his veins. <laughs> <laughs> surging through his body and it comes through the cut in his hand pouring out onto the uh onto the giant obelisk and it almost reaches through tenderlessly sinking into some of the cracks and the crevices of it before very almost just as quickly withdrawing pulling back into him and then fading within an instant and <laughs> Decoros just collapses down onto the ground. Oh, perhaps you aren't ready. I'm unconscious, I presume? Uh, no, you're not unconscious. However, you do take okay. um, one point of might damage. Okay. Did it speak to you? Did it echo in your head, too? What happened? Uh-huh. I don't know what happened. Why did you do that? That hurts so much. What happened? It calls to you. It calls to us. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. I don't... Are you crying? No, you're crying. <sighs> I don't. No, I'm not. Oh, I try to stand up and stretch out. Oh, I don't know what that was. That didn't feel right. So this makes me want to get rid of it more. Just so you we were on the same page here, Mira. This makes me want to get rid of this more now. You can get rid of it and it will always call to you. It will always call you back. Oh, God. What do I do? What do I do? We enlist the help of your friends and we find out what this is. When we get to high... When we get to the highlands... Morin is going to be looking for this. Then we better find out things quickly. <sighs> okay. All right, I got to think. I got to think. And, and Decoro is going to sit rubbing his temples, thinking. <laughs> Shivering. Uh, real quick, um, can you give me a D100 roll? No. <laughs> Dickeros or Myra? Oh, who? Myra. Myra. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. You get my percentile dice. Sorry, I wasn't ready for that. All right. 
Pink is going to be the 10. Oh, I got a 57. Nice. Okay. Um, so as uh, you're kind of sitting there a little bit, you know, Decoros is sitting there rubbing his, rubbing his temples and something kind of unsettling in your, your chest. Um, kind of just a couple fingers, finger widths below the clavicle. And uh, and you kind of reach up and you almost feel like a little bump. It moves around a little bit and uh, realize that something is kind of settled just underneath the skin between your skin and your breastbone there. Uh, Myra yeah, will... Uh... Un- oh, go ahead. She will unbutton her uh, blouse a little bit to get a mm-hmm. better look at it and kind of stretch the skin around it to look mm-hmm. i like it. it i like it and everything and you're helping me out but please shut up i can't okay <laughs> it left something right. inside of me and it's not you uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um so you go ahead and uh Oh, that's very nice. What'd you say? You got a 57, right? Yes. Yep. All right. Um, you're going to go ahead and take the monoblade cipher. Ooh. Oh. I need some of that. So what does that do? Uh, let's see. It produces a six-inch blade that's the same level as the cipher. Which we will, uh, if you actually want, <laughs> you can go ahead and give me a roll now. What do you want me to roll? D six. D three. D six. D six. I got a four. Nice. It's actually a, a level six blade then. Coming out of my chest. Uh, the blade. <laughs> so we'll actually. So, uh, are you? Uh, Familiar at all with the Warlock from uh, from D and D Fifth Edition? Um, like it's the Eldritch Blast kind of thing. Uh, it's actually going to be more like the Pact Blade. Oh, so so it's something that you will be able to form. Wow, it won't necessarily come out of your chest. Okay. Um, so yeah, the blade can cut through any material lower than it. If used as a weapon, it's a light weapon that ignores armor. And the blade lasts for ten minutes. Wow! And this came. This was basically bestowed from the uh, the artifact. If you want to think that, sure. Well, no, I yeah, okay, no, but, all right, gotcha, <laughs> yeah. And I know we're That's using awesome. a modified version of this game, but ciphers are still one-time use kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Ten minutes. Oh, Dicaros. Real quick, we'll um, we'll do that. Uh, you basically have. Well, let's say that you have ten minutes to use it. Um, okay. Not. It's not necessarily going to be a one-time use. Um, you can use it as many times as you want, but once you reach that ten minutes, it'll be gone. Okay. Cool. Could be considered more of like an artifact then, maybe, as opposed to just like a straight cipher. Slightly, yeah. It's yeah, like a, almost like a combination of the two. Yeah. Oh, nice. S- s- sounds like a, a one in D10 roll. Like every time you use it, you roll a D10. If it's a one, it's done. 
Well, yeah. So combat's usually like what, like a minute. So I mean, theoretically, you should have it for like ten whole combats. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty yeah, fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be meta about it. Yeah. <laughs> so meta. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, Degros. It has bestowed me a gift. What? What? That? Yes, it's given me a power of a blade. That I can conjure. I will show you next time we mean to kill somebody together. Okay, you just you're not gonna stab me with that right now, are you? Because I can't do what just happened again. No. Your friend Milo, isn't he knows much about this gentleman you're delivering this to? Yeah, Milo sets up a lot of this stuff. He's uh, kind of the go between for this. I uh I I get the things he sets up the deals. Yeah, you know, I like yeah, yeah Milo. Milo is he'd probably know exactly what just came out of your chest. You you need to you need to tell him what happened to you. You need to let him know what's happening. He doesn't know me. He does not trust me, but he trusts you. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he, okay. I'm yeah. I'm sure he trusts me. So yeah yeah okay all right. I just I'm still gonna need I'm gonna need a minute. Is it's that, uh, what is that? What are you closing your eyes now? Okay, you're closing your eyes now. Okay, all right. Then <laughs> <laughs> Decoro will just kind of keep trying to get himself together. Somewhere Velos is smiling. He doesn't know why. He just feels really good. Uh, it's <laughs> like one of those things like, oh, you know, today's going to be a good day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, in the meantime, actually, what are uh, what is Valus doing? Uh, I, I'm assuming that that Milo probably would. So, Decaro ran away. Uh, you know, he's just kind of standing there, you know, staring at Milo. I assume Milo's like, mm, and just kind of walks away. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I did, actually. <laughs> yeah. So he, he stays yeah. there for a couple more minutes. So you know, he'll kind of like you know, stand up on the rail and kind of just like, you know, take in the morning, try to like, he knows that Decoro's up to something, you know, uh, Draggart wasn't like super specific about what happened. So he's kind of like, I know something is happening. Hopefully this doesn't blow up in our face. You know, we, you know, we have things to accomplish. Um, he doesn't know Milo all that well, so he doesn't want to push him too hard because hopefully he's getting paid now. <laughs> so... <laughs> He would. Uh, he'd probably work his way down to the galley and uh, you right. know, get some breakfast, and you know, just just kind of wait for things to to come back around. All right. So uh, we'll say that actually, while you're eating breakfast, uh, it's you're you're probably towards the end of it. Uh, you've finished your bread and the uh, the cured pork that came along with it and a really bitter cup of coffee and the last few steps of your coffee, the, uh, the one eighth orc fellow that, uh, Decoros got into a little scuffle with the previous Mm -hmm. day, but not nearly as aggressive as he was before. In fact, it's a, I wouldn't necessarily say timid, but it's uh, 
more cordial approach. And he says, excuse me. So I, I don't know. Does he see him coming? Cause I think like as soon as he sees him coming, he kind of like leans back in the chair and his hand sort of drops to his side under the table. Cause he's not he's sure a pretty big happen. dude and most people get out of his way. So chances are he see him coming. Toward okay. So, so he does that. He kind of leans the chair back a little bit. So he's mm-hmm. kind of ready. All right. And, uh, so he just kind of, you know, folds his arms looking at you, but kind of a little low, a little slumped in the shoulder. And you can see too, that he has this you know, nice shiner on his left eye and, uh, and a piece of a bandage kind of over uh, over his forehead as well. Uh, I don't know what kind of company you're keeping with that gross, but I just want to make sure that you're aware of past mistreatment of most of the people that he works with. He's just, he just left. <laughs> well... I'm I'm quite familiar with Decoro's treatment of people. Uh, he's he's I have my hooks in him for for quite a bit of coin now that he owes me. I try to keep him as close to me as possible because I figure one of these days this is going to shake out and you know I'll at least get some of my money back. And he kind of gives a shake of his head. That that's what I thought too, but then I ended up. Almost 16 months in hard labor because of him. So I just watch out, make sure that you at least get a little bit of your uh, your pay and that he doesn't try to leave you behind catching the tail of whatever he's uh, got, he's left through. He tends, to, he tends to act like a, like a lizard in that way. Hold of him and, and he just leaves something behind as a treat. I think that's a fairly uh, appropriate description, I would say. It's a, it's a shame about your situation, but, uh, you know, I, I can't help you there. I Like I said, I try to keep him tight. And, uh, you know, if, if it comes to it, I mean, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't flaked on me yet. Of course, I still haven't been paid yet either, but. Uh, just make sure you get whatever you can out of him before he gets what's coming to him. I'll, I'll keep that under advisement. And he kind of gives a little bit of a tip of his head and bids you a good day and makes his way back up to the, uh, to the main bar. All right. He, uh, he, uh, you know, kind of relaxes and, you know, puts the chair down, you know, puts his arms back on a table, kind of, you know, scratches his face and, you know, thinks to himself, ah, Whatever, uh, whatever Myra did to him must have worked. He was, uh, you know, quite a, uh, you know, quite a, quite a brute last night. Well, might be something to all this. <laughs> all right, what is uh, what is Milo doing right now? Uh, what time is it? It's pretty early still. Uh, it's probably around seven in the morning at this point after the uh, the conflagration at the uh on the on the deck so i'm saying they uh basically take where valos was like hey Mila, and then you just turned and walked away from him <laughs> yeah i was tired so i was going back to bed 
Oh, very nice. <laughs> that was FL night. I got very little shot Yeah. So All right. I'm, probably, I'm probably still sleeping enough in my bunk. Sounds good. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.